What's going on? What's going on, everybody? If you don't know, now you do know. You're officially tuned in to episode 15 of the HFWB podcast series. I'm your host, Clifton Pope, and I want to thank those who are watching right now on YouTube and for everyone who's currently listening on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you once again for providing yours truly on behalf of Health Fitness Wealth Business to once again present y'all with some fresh new information on how to get your health right, get your wealth right, and the most importantly, help you find yourself and know yourself to where you can make the necessary decisions to which it will be beneficial for you down the road. As in other words, like I always like to say all the time that information is the new money, excuse me, Information is the new money. And what I mean by that is that the more informed you are about how you can get healthy on how you can get your money right and how quickly you can find yourself, the wealthier you'll be down the road because you'll have the tools needed to where you can build yourself an empire and be rich at the end of the day. Now, I want to thank y'all once again for tuning in to another episode here of the HFWB podcast series. So I'm just going to get right into it. It's actually a story that's kind of bothered me a little bit, but at the same time is a little bit laughable and a little bit not too much of a surprise, at least to me. Now, I want to talk about this whole little executive order that our good old Texas governor, Governor Greg Abbott, did what he decided to bar the vaccine mandates. I'm not going to lie, when I was laying down a few days ago watching the news, seeing what was going on, when I first heard about this story... I'm not going to lie, my first initial reaction was I was simply just laughing my ass off because I really didn't know how to really respond to it. And then once I got past laughing about how crazy it sounded, I actually sat down and actually did some initial research on this. And I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell is Greg Abbott thinking as far as putting a vaccine mandate or actually barring the vaccine mandates and basically killing off the potential progress that we're making in getting the COVID-19 pandemic under control. I really personally don't understand how barring a vaccine mandate will be very beneficial to individuals here in Texas as far as for those who are still undecided on trying to get the vaccine because I really don't know what to make about it and to this very moment I still gotta laugh about it at the end of the day because it's just hilarious to me but anyways as far as what this whole ordeal is for people who don't really know what's going on with this whole issue basically Greg Abbott our Texas governor he decided to issue an executive order barring vaccine mandates and he's basically been the most vocal political leaders in the country as far as being opposed opposing these vaccine mandates and basically saying the hell with vaccine mandates first off he basically it's basically including private employers small businesses which had been exempt from previous addicts against the mandates as in other words it's basically targeting those people as far as saying if you try to impose any kind of vaccine mandate i'm going to put my foot down and say no you're not going to do this you're going to leave it up to the individual and let them have freedom of choice to decide what they feel is right for themselves and for their family and for their loved ones basically that's what this whole executive order that greg abbott put out says in an overall nutshell now Here's what Greg Abbott doesn't realize about this executive order. See, some businesses are going to basically face a lot of severe financial risk because if 
the mandates being taken away, you know, it's it's going to create financial somewhere along with with this whole issue to begin with. Now, basically, this is what it says right here as far as the piece that I researched about this whole vaccine mandate. It says that no entity in Texas can compel receipt of a COVID-19 vaccine by any individual, including an employee or a consumer who objects to such vaccination for any reason of personal conscience based on religious belief or, or on for medical reasons, including prior recovery from COVID-19, the order states. Now, that's basically what it said in the article that I read earlier this week. Now, it also says, at least this is what Greg Abbott said, I hereby suspend all relevant statutes to the extent necessary to enforce this prohibition. As in other words, Greg Abbott is basically barring the vaccine mandates, basically leaving up to the individuals here in Texas to make their own decisions and basically saying to hell with what the government says. That's pretty much what he's saying within all of this. That could be a good thing. And at the same time, it could be a bad thing. I get it for those who still think that this vaccine is still being forced upon you. But look at it like this. You didn't have trouble getting the flu shot. You didn't have trouble getting the chickenpox shot. You don't have trouble getting all the other vaccines that are required as far as the hepatitis, meningitis. I, do I need to go on and on about this? What's so different with the COVID-19 vaccine, especially when it can help you at least remain somewhat protected against now the officially deadliest pandemic in modern history. But I don't know. It's, it's just crazy as far as that whole aspect, as far as barring vaccine mandates and stopping the only progress we're making at putting this COVID-19 pandemic to an end and at least having a little bit more control over it. I personally don't think that's a wise decision and hopefully down the road Greg Abbott sees that it's not the best interests of us Texans to where he put this executive order together to begin with and hopefully he can just wipe it off the desk and have at least a little bit of conscience and a little bit of head on his shoulders to where he can realize what he's doing is not the smartest thing. It doesn't take anybody with common sense to see that but overall hey what do I know? What do I know about the 70,000 Texans who have already died of COVID-19? What do I know about the recent fatalities or basically among all the people who are quote unquote unvaccinated? I mean, hey, what do I know about the Texas vaccination rate being at about 50%, which basically lags the national average, which is what is expected? What do I know, right? But hey... I'm just not making any of this up. I just gave you some statistics and some numbers that back up basically what Greg Abbott is doing is I don't know what he's doing and I'm just going to leave it at that. All I got to say is good luck to you and hope that executive order works out. I'm being sarcastic when I say that because it's not going to work out and it's just going to create bigger problems to begin with. So overall, for those who are still questioning and who think that this is a good idea, you really need to take a look in the mirror for yourself and for the greater good of your own health. And most importantly, to protect your family and your loved ones if you care about them or have any ounce of care within your heart, your body, your spirit, or your mind at least. But hey, once again, what do I know? I'm just saying what I feel is necessary to be said. But 
needless to say, there's, I'm not the only one who has something against this thing. There's a bunch of people in Washington, a bunch of people in the White House, and obviously the president, Biden, he has a whole lot of issues with it. And that's the reason why him and Greg Abbott are clashing over whether vaccine mandates should be opposed or whether they should not be opposed. As a matter of fact, the official press lady for the White House, Jen Pasaski, whatever her name is, she basically said this about the Greg Abbott order, saying that barring vaccine mandates, when you make a choice that's against all public health information and data out there, it's not based on what is in the interests of the people who are you're governing. It's perhaps in the interest of your own politics. As in other words, Greg Abbott is just basically enforcing his own agenda his own politics kind of like how donald trump did when he was the president you know how he enforced his own agenda and his own politics and i warned y'all about this a few episodes back that this covid19 vaccine was eventually going to get to the point where it becomes political and look where we are now we have vaccine mandates being put into place to where whether it's going to get to the point where eventually even osha who Enforces all these safety regulations. They're going to implement something in the OSHA handbook somewhere down the road to where if you don't have the COVID-19 vaccine, good luck finding a job because you're not going to get a job unless you have the COVID-19 vaccine. That's basically what's about to happen. And it's already happening and it's eventually going to be not only a local thing, a state thing, a national thing. It's going to become a worldwide thing and it's going to be the new norm. Mark my words when I say this. It wouldn't surprise me if this happens by the end of the year, if not going into 2022. Either way, it's going to be crazy when it does happen. Now, there are some people, obviously, who are opposing it, just like I myself am personally am opposing this because I think it's just ridiculous within itself. There's plenty of other major employers here in the state of Texas who are employing, who are opposing this, I should say. There's the American Airlines Group and the Southwest Airlines, you know, those airline companies, which, by the way, are two of the biggest employers in Texas, by the way. They basically are imposing the whole executive order that Greg Abbott was talking about because they themselves have said they will not follow the executive order because as federal contractors, they are bound to comply with President Joe Biden's requirements. As in other words, like I said earlier, this clash between Joe Biden and Greg Abbott over these vaccine mandates is basically over Greg Abbott accusing Biden administration of basically overreaching for mandating vaccines and requiring private companies to go through with this process in order for them to operate safely. As in other words, for those who can't really understand what I just said, Greg Abbott is basically trying to tell Joe Biden, yo, chill out with all these vaccines mandates let the people try to make the decision for themselves and basically joe biden is saying enough is enough this pandemic has gone on way too long and it's already killed a whole bunch of people so we feel like this is the best way where we can get this under control and force people to get vaccinated to where we can have better health all around the society it's just a very very political warfare going on and i never thought i would see today where the covid 19 vaccine has become a political warfare. Well, actually, I kind of predicted this on a few episodes back. So if you want to go back to the earlier episodes of the HFWB podcast, I actually predicted that this was going to happen. So realistically, I'm really not too surprised at this happening because, hey, can't say I told you so, but hey, I kind of did tell you so on this. 
But anyways, enough about this whole vaccine mandate and talking about COVID-19. Let's focus on how we can get ourselves more healthy to where we can be stronger down the road, shall we? Now, overall, I'm going to teach y'all a couple of quick little tips on how to help you out with this. I'm going to teach y'all how to eat right. Excuse me. I'm going to teach y'all how to eat right. And I'm going to teach y'all how to save you some money at the same time. Sorry, my camera got a little messed up here i apologize for those who are watching on youtube be careful there now anyways back to how to eat right and to save money at the same time you got to start in a happy place so to speak what i mean by starting in a happy place you got to basically find the right kind of food the right kind of healthy food i might add that you like most importantly because we all have different taste buds and we all like certain things that are different from other individuals and stuff like that so find your happy place in the kitchen find your happy place on finding the right meal make sure it's all healthy of course and then envision the healthiest version of whatever kind of food it is that you like so overall find your happy place find the right kind of food, find the food that you like, and envision the healthiest version of them. Simple and plain like that. As in, for example, say if you're addicted to french fries, you could basically create your own little baked potatoes seasoned with fresh herbs as an affordable but not soaked in fat option. As in other words, ditch the french fries and transfer over to the potatoes to where you can get yourself a nice full serving and like i said cut down on the fat and, and the grease and all that good stuff or if you like maybe i don't know boxed macaroni and cheese for example something quick to go or something like that you could basically just replace the boxed macaroni and cheese you could buy you a nice little bag of pasta yourself for a much less serving you could sprinkle a little bit of olive oil fresh herbs spices and maybe sprinkle a little bit of cheese and you basically just stretched your dollar and at the same time created you a nice little recipe that's pretty good for you and that will suit you better down the road for the greater good of your health I myself have tried stuff like that in the past and you'd be surprised on how effective it, it can be as far as stretching your dollar and at the same time increasing your overall muscle while you're building your hustle and helping you be healthy at the same time which is most important because everybody's favorite complaint when it comes to being healthy is oh it's too expensive well you could stretch your dollar and at the same time eat something that's very well nutritioned for you overall within itself it can be done you just got to put your mind to it and like i said find you a happy place and basically just find the your favorite kind of foods envision the healthiest version of them and basically just get creative with creating your own little healthy recipe of the food that you love and adore the most it's very quite simple i mean you just got to get down in the kitchen revolutionize your kitchen retrain your taste buds it takes 21 days to form a habit so incorporate that into basically coming up with the right meals for you and to create better health for you in the long run now obviously you better learn how to cook in order to do that you need to cut down on the fast food and the takeout because at the same time 
you're eating food that's very good i will say that but at the same time in the long run it puts a dent in your wallet and it puts a dent in your overall living expenses to where you can't even take care of certain things down the road so you better cut down on that and save you a little bit of money get you a nice little grocery shopping list you know come up with a little plan before you shop that way you can save time in the kitchen and save money at the store because you'll have a plan on how you can invest time in the kitchen with the right recipe that is planned for you and overall it helps you save money down the road i mean I'm not asking you to be like Gordon Ramsay or Bobby Flay or Guy Fury or any of these little celebrity chefs or or stuff, create stuff that you see like in a gourmet magazine or something. Create your own version of what it is that you feel is the best recipe for you and make sure that it's healthy and has the right amount of calories, right amount of fats, protein, all that good stuff and cut down on that sugar which makes you fat and you'll be on the right track as far as creating your own little healthy recipe meal plan maybe for example and while you're doing all of this make sure you take advantage of leftovers can't stress that enough because you can find the right healthy recipe where you can basically make a big portion of it double the size eat one half now freeze the other half and you basically got yourself two meals made in one try talk about killing two birds with one stone right you just made yourself two meals in the one in the time that it takes to make one and then basically you got two meals one for say today and one for the next one tomorrow those are for example some quick little healthy nutrition tips that can help you down the road just in case if you're doing a little soul searching on that Basically, you can eat right and at the same time you could save money overall in the long run for those who say eating healthy is expensive That's a bunch of BS because at the same time you can eat right and save money at the same time by finding once again Your happy place finding the foods that you like and create your own healthy version of them Double up the size and the portion to where you can have one meal for today and then one meal for the next day to where you can leverage those leftovers and at the same time learn how to cook to where you can save time in the kitchen or excuse me save money and then create more time in the kitchen to where you have a nice planned out recipe to where you can save less time in the kitchen it all works out at the end of the day you just got to find what works for you right just like you got to find what like i mentioned in the past what workouts work well for you overall as well because with a good workout you got to have the perfect warm-up to help get your body going and to get the blood flow pumping in your body to where you can have the energy to do that workout now what are good warm-ups you might add as far as before workout i've found a couple that i use myself personally like you can't go wrong squats right i mean get the good work in on your quads your hamstrings your glute it's a great target for that and one of my personal favorites and something that's very overlooked i feel like planks it's an excellent warm-up because it helps build your core it helps your back strength and it helps improve your overall balance and posture which is necessary for getting a really good workout and whether whether it's your arms whether it's your legs whether it's your shoulders whether it's your abs any part of your body you got to make sure you have a nice 
strong core and you gotta have your back strength on point you gotta improve your balance to where you can have right balance whenever you're doing the workouts and you gotta have a nice posture and you can, that way you can have the perfect form whenever you're doing your sets and everything so those are a couple things to remember as quick little fitness tips for today's episode of the hfwb podcast now I want to focus on a couple of quick, couple of more quick little tips before I wrap up this episode of the HFWB podcast. You know, I always like to stress this all the time as far as increasing your muscle to build your hustle. And there's a couple of things that have been said before that I want to talk about right now that I want to kind of just debunk for example as far as putting a couple of things to rest as far as what we've been told to do at least what i've been told to do and i'm pretty sure you have heard this very well yourself i'm gonna talk about a little segment called poor retirement savings advice because i myself have heard this numerous amount of times and i'm pretty sure you have too i'm gonna start with two for today one of them being dedicating your dollars for fixed expenses now i'm sure you've heard many people like financial planners say put your funds up for a few years or at least have a few years worth of expenses saved up into like safe and liquid vehicles to where you can have cash on hand basically if the market drops for instance all that kind of stuff it basically what they mean by that is you don't have to liquidate in a down environment and trying to save your money wisely at least that's what the financial planner is trying to convince their clients to do now that could be a good idea you know for those who don't really understand money and how it works because they forget that the dollar is dying every single day and they also forget that inflation is going through the roof because the cost of living is way more expensive than it was back in the i don't know 80s 70s 60s even back in the 20s and the 30s things are completely different now and it's a whole new ball game when it comes to money and finances and all that stuff and for people who are saying oh you talk about money too much and all this kind of stuff it's basically you have two problems you either don't have enough money or you don't really understand what the hell is going on to begin with so that'll be my response to those who say i talk too much about money because they really don't know how to handle it to begin with so they choose to avoid the subject altogether and that's fine for the short term but long term it's gonna kick you in the ass down the road but anyways that could work but they forget the these financial advisors who say you know dedicate your dollar for fixed expenses they seem to forget that the dollar is dying every single day and they seem to forget that inflation could spike at any moment it could suck you could it could put you in a position where you're stuck holding cash that's losing value your money that you're putting away in those savings accounts or those cds and you're losing money because you know the dollar is dying and it's basically becoming worthless at the end of the day which kind of explains why the great Robert Kiyosaki, he always likes to say that savers are losers. And I kind of understand what he means by that now. Because what's the point of say, putting a money in a savings account if it's losing value every single day with inflation basically potentially spiking at any single, any given moment? And, you know, it's just 
destroying the dollar within itself. Then you wonder why people are investing in gold and silver and oil and natural resources. And you wonder why people are even starting to jump on board with Bitcoin and all that stuff. It's not a surprise, you know. Basically, it's kind of like why I say you should save your money up enough to where you can invest it. Say, for instance, in the things like I said, gold, silver, natural resources, Bitcoin, real estate, invest in the FANG stocks, since those are the stocks that are really doing the greatest on the stock market. Facebooks, your Apples, your Amazons, your Netflix, Googles, Microsofts of the world, for example. If you're going to invest in the stock market, invest in bonds to where you can have a little bit of money put away for safety purposes, but don't rely too heavy on those because even those can't be your best friend at the same time. It's a little quick little tip right there. And the second one I want to cover before I start to kind of like wrap things up here a little bit, they always like to say, watch out for longevity risk, right? And what I mean by that, a lot of financial advisors, they say invest in long-term care insurance as a hedge against future cost of nursing home care and all that stuff. And I understand why what they would say that because the cost of nursing homes is very, very expensive and it's through the roof and it's why a lot of people are going broke to begin with. But what they don't also realize is the long-term care insurance thing. You know, yeah, it, you, you could do that to serve as protection as against those nursing home costs that can destroy your nest eggs that you built in investments and yeah. It could be very effective, kind of like an annuity that it allows holders to take a lump sum and convert it into a lifelong income stream. Yeah, it could be effective, especially for those who have fixed income and who only have a certain amount of money coming in on a regular basis. And if they balance their budget right, it can work out for them or it can eat them all up at the same time. And yeah, it could require policyholders to put a date in the future to where you when you turn this certain age you can start getting the sum of that money and stuff and it kind of feeds into their favorite advice as far as investing in your poor health and your age and all that stuff that's a whole lot of reasons why people who are over the age of 50 are going broke every single day because they're investing more in their health and their age when they should be investing in their cash flow and they should be investing in assets that create enough money down the road to where it can cover those expenses and they wouldn't be in that position to begin with but that's something that a lot of financial advisors forget to say because they're in it for themselves and they're just trying to get a payday off the clients that they like to add up on their payroll but that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day now what i will say is this you must be, if you tend to focus on investing in long-term care insurance and your health insurance and all that stuff when you, as you get older, it's mainly because of two reasons. It's because you're either in such poor health that you can't take care of yourself to begin with, or it can be down the road when you get so old, whenever you ran out of your money and your retirement savings accounts or something to where you basically can't even reap the benefits of the investments that you originally created that you thought you were going to enjoy, but it went towards those pesky medical expenses. Because a lot of people seem to forget that one of the major costs in 
overall spending in here in this country is basically on healthcare expenses. I see that every single day in the pharmacy when there's people who come in, even when their insurances are very, very good, like, you know, the Federal Blue Crosses and the Humanas and the United Healthcare's of the world, they don't even cover all, all the cost of their co-pays on the prescriptions and it drives people insane because it they always like to say why do i even pay for insurance when it doesn't even do its job and covers all of my medication expenses you got to realize that insurances are picky on how much they want to pay for it to begin with that's what some people don't realize but overall anyways Rather than to hand your money to like these insurance companies or stock it away in a zero return annuity or whatever they like to call those, invest in assets that provide cash flow to cover expenses as you get older. It's the smart and wise decision to do because it makes your money work for you and it works for you during retirement. It helps you keep cash or get cash, I should say, and keep your assets. Because the name of the game is assets over liabilities. Assets is the amount of money you can put into your pocket, obviously, versus liabilities taking money out of your pocket for those who forgot. Why do you think the rich get richer every single day? Because they create, they generate assets. They create assets as far as like create businesses and invest in property to where it could create cash flow to where it could eventually cover those expenses like those medical expenses if they were to come up or obviously the living expenses of the world and it's kind of crazy how that all works out within itself to begin with as i begin to wrap up another episode of hfwb podcast i'm just here looking to see the latest numbers here on the stock market here it looks like the stock market has actually ended in the green today. It looks like the Dow is at 35,294, SP 500's in the green, 4,471. Hmm, even the NASDAQ is doing pretty decent, 14,897, you know. Stock market's doing pretty good, you know. That's a good way to end the week for those who are paying attention to the stock market. Another thing that I noticed that was pretty interesting is that the Bitcoin is slowly on the rise today, y'all. For those who haven't invested in cryptocurrency, I advise y'all to get on board. And don't tell, you know, because look at how Bitcoin is doing. Bitcoin is up to over 60,000 right now. And that's because about a week or two ago, it was barely touching 50,000. And now it's up to 60,000. So... Might as well jump on board now to Bitcoin and Ethereum while it's on the rise. And don't forget about the Cardanos and the Solanas of the world, you know. Obviously, Litecoin, DAI, all that kind of stuff, you know, Polkadot. Invest in some form of cryptocurrency and get on board with this crypto movement because it's only going to get better and it's only going to get a little bit more interesting as time goes on. Let's see what's going on here. You know, and it's funny, too, because they're talking about this whole little movement with the Bitcoin rally being very, very risky right now. And it's I'm looking at this story because there are all all these analysts on Wall Street are like, oh, you can't trade Bitcoin and all this stuff. You could trade it through Coinbase. I mean, that's how I'm kind of doing it. But don't don't sleep on Bitcoin, you know. I feel like coin obviously is going to be the future of money and it's going to be 
the next big thing the word's gonna match the value of the dollar if not and be valued way more than a dollar i would say in the next five to ten years so don't sleep on bitcoin don't sleep on ethereum if i can give you any last bit of financial advice as i wrap up another episode of the hfwb podcast at least before i give you more advice down the road get on board with cryptocurrency Get on board with the FANG stocks and the stock. For those who want to invest in the stock market, invest in Facebook, invest in Netflix, invest in Amazon, invest in Apple, invest in Google. Because if you look all around, those are the major companies that are basically controlling the stock market and they're literally carrying the stock market within itself. I mean, hey, we all use Facebook every single day, whether it's for personal and for business, right? I mean, we all have iPhones. We all buy stuff off of Amazon, which, by the way, within itself is killing the retail industry slowly but surely. Why do you think there's no more Macy's and there's no more JCPenney's damn near almost? Because of those because of Amazon being so powerful and it's becoming a billion-dollar empire. I mean, hey, you can't credit Jeff Bezos for being ahead of the game when it comes to that you know look at all the big movie stars currently who are making movies and often on netflix and making money off of netflix because they realize that's the next big trend and people aren't going to movie theaters as much anymore especially with obviously the covid19 pandemic keeping people at home and all that stuff so that's another thing to look at and when we all need to find some information, I mean, we always go to Google, right? So that's more of the reason why you should invest in those FANG stocks. That's more of the reason why you need to do your research before you invest in any form of investments like the bonds and the, the Bitcoins and the Ethereums of the world, which I highly recommend you buying more Bitcoin and Ethereum. Not just because it's on a nice little rally right now, just as something to have for down the road. Because like I said, cryptocurrency is going to be the future of money within the next five to ten years because if you buy some now who knows it could be worth thousands if not millions of dollars down the road and you can make yourself worth six figures at least if not close to a millionaire just based off of investing in bitcoin and ethereum alone so please do not sleep on that i advise y'all to invest in some cryptocurrency and also get into a little bit of real estate because i myself am still going to get involved in real estate and get your education up most importantly invest in your education purchase courses off of say like udemy just in case you want to learn something that you thought you didn't know was possible because i myself am investing in education by purchasing udemy courses to where i can expand my mind and help run hfwb more into a business you know and not, don't just focus on investing in obviously the stocks, the bonds, the cryptocurrencies, the real estate of the world. Invest time in your education and expanding your mind because once you train the mind, the body will follow. And yes, I know there's people who are probably thinking, you know, the negative of things and wondering how things can go wrong and everything that I'm saying and all that stuff. Well, you need to think a little bit more like one of the sixth of the seven dwarfs grumpy. You need to assess into yourself, how would you deal with these added difficulties? And or as in other words, 
How can you minimize the chance of disaster for anything that you do? How can you minimize the chance of disaster if your workout routine doesn't go as well as you expected? How can you minimize the chance of disaster as far as what you decide to put into your body and stuff? How do you minimize the chance of disaster when it comes to, you know, making enough money to cover your living expenses to where you can save to invest to build, as I would always say all the time? How can you minimize the chance of disaster in losing yourself and losing track of the ability of finding yourself and knowing yourself to begin with? How would you deal with these added difficulties if they all came to begin with? Let that sink in, and that's exactly how I'm going to end this episode of the HFWB podcast today. I want to thank everyone once again for tuning in to the episode 15 of the HFWB podcast series. Make sure y'all check out the website, healthfitnesswealthbusiness.com backslash CP for all the latest information and updates for everything health, fitness, wealth, business related. And for those who don't know, HFWB will be a part of a very special event. It's called the Powering Higher Devotions PhD Production Series, and it's going to be the first of many to come. It's the Activate Your Mind to the Grind News Conference, which will be taking place Saturday, November 13th at the All-Star Sports Bar and Grill here located in Corpus Christi, Texas. For those who are interested in attending this event, Y'all can purchase y'all's tickets right now at eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com. Y'all can get y'all's tickets now. They're only about 50 bucks a piece. But it's worth going to an event that will help you get your inspiration, your motivation, and get your education up. Most importantly, because the goal of this event is to activate your mind to the grind. So be sure y'all go check that out. It's something I advise y'all. Y'all do not want to miss out on it. It's a once in a lifetime event. November 13th at the All-Star Sports Bar All-Star Sports Bar and Grill, November 13th. Activate your mind to the grind. First of many press conferences to come. And it's all part of Powering Higher Devotions, PhD Productions. Because they say PhD is the highest form of education you can get, right? So why not we apply that message into inspiring people, empowering themselves to higher devotions, as we would like to say. So check out myself, check out my boy Lazarus Pettis from Goal, Get Out and Live. Check check out my boy Dave Mesa from Top Tier Motivation and Fitness. And check out my boy Mike Rodriguez with his brand that he has going on. It's going to be a very special event. I want y'all all to check it out, November the 13th. All-Star Sports Bar and Grill. Y'all get y'all's tickets now. Eventbrite, B-R-I-T-E dot com. Y'all check out that. And also, one second. For those who are watching right now on YouTube, make sure y'all cop one of these HFWB brand shirts. Y'all can hit me up on the cash app, dollar sign CP HFWB, and purchase 
once again some HFWB shirts and believe me I got more shirts coming more merchandise coming I got a whole bunch of stuff going on with the HFWB brand that's crazy right now I'm also working on getting my own little distribution business going with some supplements to implement into the HFWB brand I want to give a special shout out to Herbalife Nutrition for that so be on the lookout for that that's coming very soon HFWB Quadrant, my first official book, that's still dropping by the end of this year. And make sure y'all follow all my social media platforms. Y'all check out the Facebook page, Health Fitness Wealth Business Facebook page. Make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube channel by searching Health Fitness Wealth Business and hit that subscribe button and leave a comment. Make sure y'all check out the TikTok page at Health F Wealth B, the official TikTok for Health Fitness Wealth Business. And check out the healthfitnesswealthbusiness.com backslash CP website. And once again, y'all be sure to come check your boy out at the All-Star Sports Bar and Grill November the 13th for the Activate Your Mind to the Grind News Conference. And let's show these people that HFWB is more than just a brand, a business, and a movement. It's an empire. I'm looking forward to that. And overall, I thank y'all once again for tuning in to the HFWB podcast. Make sure y'all stay healthy, stay wealthy, stay blessed, salute, stay safe. Until next time, y'all.